Okay, well, we're back again. Um, the name of this podcast, for you guys that have not been paying attention because you just wanted to hear Mr. Bargeron's voice, um, is Gator Tales, which, once again, shout out to Miss Jeffcoat for giving us that idea, which is super easy. And we just... I don't couldn't know what happened. We couldn't come up with it. So as always, uh, I'm Mr. Weich. I'm Miss Prickett. And we have with us today... Mr. Bargeron. Good. Now, uh, Mr. Bargeron, tell us a little bit about your job. What are, are what are you? So I am the sixth grade, or one of the sixth grade math teachers. Um, and uh, basically, you know, I teach grade level sixth grade math, and I also would teach math six, seven this year at mm-hmm. Rudolph Gordon. Awesome. Okay, so let's dive right in. Um, why did you decide to become a teacher? Now, this also includes, you know, previous jobs, that kind of stuff, because, or even side jobs along with teaching. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yes. Um, so for me, it was quite a journey. Uh, I actually started school. I went to Clemson University, and I was in engineering, and I was less than a year away from graduating, and just was not happy with what was going on and the outlook of where I was going to be career-wise. And so I uh, just felt a calling to to teaching. And I can remember um, I was already married at the time, and me and my wife and kids, or one kid at that time, were on a vacation, and I pulled her off to the side, and I told her, I said, I really need to talk to you about something. And I I told her I wanted to switch from engineering to teaching just because I felt led to to hang out with kids and to Mm – uh, impact their lives, uh, not only in the classroom, um, but uh, as young adults as well. Um, and so it really was just a calling for me that I felt led to to make impacts in their lives of children. Awesome. Cool. Previous jobs, other kind of? Previous jobs. Um, so I did some electrical engineering stuff when uh-huh. I was at Clemson. Um, enjoyed that. Uh, I've also um, taught at the high school level at Dorman High School uh, when I was finishing up at Clemson mm. um, before I moved back down this way. It's a drive. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. It's about a 45-minute to an hour drive from here. Yeah. Wow. Um, I imagine from Clemson on top yeah. of that. Yeah. I've also helped my dad for 18 years probably with his uh, business that he owns. He owns a body shop, so I helped him at his shop. I run his record forever, it seemed like, since I was 18. <laughs> um, Feel free to give a uh, plug to the, to the, to yeah. the shop. Oh, yeah, quality collision, absolutely. If you uh, get an accident or you need a tow, uh, we'll gladly help you. Where are you located? Located in Simpsonville uh, off of Fairview Road, um, not too far from the Chick-fil-A. Real close. Because we're hoping that parents will also listen and, well, and enjoy and get to know us a little bit. So there's a little little plug for uh, for your dad right there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So uh, you mentioned your wife. Yes. Now, um, I heard yesterday... Oh, yeah. That uh, your wife and you got together in middle school. <laughs> is that true? That is very much true. Wow. And there's um, an even seventh grade, uh, right? What? Oh, through um, Jeffcoat. Yeah. How did we hear about that? Well, so <laughs> uh, Miss Jeffcoat also got at the same time when you started dating your wife. From what I heard. Uh, Miss Jeffcoat also got together with her husband, mm-hmm. who was a baseball coach, and she was a softball coach, and he coached you, correct? Correct. Did, did your wife play softball? She did in middle school. <laughs> so, yeah. so that, okay, so maybe I wasn't listening as, as hard as I should have yesterday, but that that's crazy. That is a crazy mm-hmm. connection. We actually got together in seventh grade math class. Oh. Um, that's how it went down, which is funny because I spent my, 
I guess my second through sixth year of teaching, uh, teaching seventh grade math at the school where we met. Wow. Which was? Bryson Middle School. And there you go. Though uh, students, um, if we do get to see you in, in class and you know, you kids start dating at this time, I'm not advocating nothing like that. I'm just saying if you do break up, I will tell you that it doesn't matter because it's middle school. That's right. There is a chance where it does matter. I'm not <laughs> discounting Mr. Bars run, but I will tell you that. I'm just. I tell them the same thing because they <laughs> always find out. And I tell them the same thing. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, you're going to hit. Everybody can hit the lottery, right? That's right. Like once. It's possible. That's why you play the game. But <laughs> you're probably not going not to. Likely. You're going to lose out on that money. Very likely. Yes. That's what keeps us playing, mm-hmm. I guess. Okay, so um, <laughs> tell me what your favorite part about being a teacher is. Like, uh, I like to think of it as um, not just you know connecting with kids because we that that's why we do this, right? Right. But what is your kind of like end goal? What 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 keeps you going as a teacher? Well, being a math teacher, that's mm. where most students either hate it or they really <laughs> struggle with it. You very rarely at this age find a kid who just enjoys math. Uh, so I think my favorite part is having their attitudes be so poor at the beginning of the year with math thinking it's boring and awful. Mm-hmm. And then by the end of the year, there's always those few who are just like, man, I really enjoyed math this year. Like, I understand it a little bit yeah. better, but it wasn't as boring as I thought. Yeah. So just that challenge of showing them, hey, well, math is everywhere, um, but also it can be a lot of fun as well. Changing hearts and minds. That's right. What's like an example it. of like one of the ways you make math fun? Uh, I think through just doing projects with them, activities, because students, they think it's just working example after example after example, which that's part of it. Mm-hmm. But the fun part is the activities, you know, shapes are huge in math class, especially in middle school. So showing them, you know, hey, construction, geometry, it's everywhere. Let's build stuff together, do activities together. And so that's where the fun comes in. Yeah, very cool. But Mr. Barsron, I have um, a calculator on my phone why do i need math at all that's what they all ask yes <laughs> and i give them a great example every because this happened real life example i was at the grocery store okay and the the little girl she was probably high school mm-hmm. and she was working the register and it shut down and she couldn't calculate my change because it was not telling her what to give Ooh. i had to tell her you know, all right, this is what we do. This is how you figure it out. <laughs> I gave you a 20, so you owe me this much. And then she actually struggled to, to make the change, to actually count the, the dollars and the mm-hmm. coins out. Um, so you can't always rely on that technology because it might not always be there. Yeah. That's right. There you go. Very good example. All right. So uh, tell me, um, how do you think your students would describe you? And this is not just a... Uh, not just the good things. I'll, I'm not saying bad things. I'm saying um, how, really just how would they describe you in a very candid way? <laughs> it depends what time of the year it is. <laughs> if it is the uh, the beginning of the year, yes. they're probably going to say, man, he is pretty strict and on it, mm-hmm. um, which that's just my personality with teaching. Uh, but then as the year goes on, as we get to know each other, I think they would say a more laid back, um, I like a relaxed, relaxed atmosphere, um, just kind of hanging. I think it's when learning happens is when students relaxed. Um, yes. So it really just depends on, you know, if it's the beginning of the year, they're probably gonna be like, man, that guy's pretty mean, pretty strict. But then as we go, <laughs> I think uh, it changes a little bit. 
well, I guess also as the tallest teacher in um, yeah. at Rudolph Gordon, people, a lot of these kids probably are scared. Yep, most of them are intimidated by me, yeah. just purely <laughs> by my height. Uh-huh. So that's why I have to be loud because I'm not tall. <laughs> Same with me as far as height. But you're not loud. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> but um, I am sitting today, today right here with uh, what I've heard is two of the chillest teachers for sure. Um. Miss Prickett, I, I've heard that from multiple students that oh, you're really yeah. chilled out. Yeah, I would say uh, they straight up tell me that I'm chill sometimes. <laughs> that has Which, never uh, been something that's been labeled or yeah. leveled yeah. at me, ever. <laughs> I don't hear that often, so thank you. <laughs> 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 okay, so who, um, or do you have a favorite topic to teach in your content area? I mean, obviously you teach math, but is there a favorite part of math? Tell me why it's your favorite part. Uh, that's tough. Um, I have two that come to mind. Um, mm-hmm. One that I just, it was my favorite growing up in school and in college was statistics. Um, just the numbers behind it. Students hate it, so it's not that fun to teach because they, they truly hate that. They don't think it's math. Um, so I would say my favorite to teach is geometry, um, purely because it's very easy to show them real-life application um, with building stuff, designing their own houses, finding the area, finding the volume, the surface area of shapes, of presence, or, mm-hmm. you know, it's easier to make it real to them. Um, and students typically like that more when they can, when you can make it real. Very cool. Okay. What do your students need to know about you to be more successful within your classroom? This, I like to include our pet peeves, like things that, you know, every teacher has them, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and we kind of, those things we kind of factor into our um, classroom management style. I, right. Yes. So, so as far as your classroom management style, how can I be successful in your classroom as a student? What should I do and not do? Hmm. Uh, so for my classroom, yes. For to be successful in it, uh, one, I think the students just honestly, they have to be willing to relax themselves. They're always so uptight. I don't know if it's because I'm so tall uh, and they're intimidated. <laughs> um, I don't, I, I'm a very, I'm a black and white person. Like it's either right or it's wrong to me. And students have, don't often understand that. They like mm. to play with that line, you know, um, where I am more, you know, you're either doing it right or you're not. Um, some of my pet peeves um, would be getting up, sharpening the pencil um, mm. in the middle of when I'm speaking. Um, I try to tell my students, you know, if I'm up here, I'm only up in front of you for 10 to 15 minutes. Yeah. Uh, let's let's just kind of focus in on that. I'm not huge on notes. I mean, I want them to get their notes, but I understand some students just need to watch and, and yeah listen. Um, so if they would just focus for that 10 to 15 minutes, we'll be set. Mm-hmm. Um, so just my biggest pet peeve is when they get up and they move around the room during that time. I'd give them the rest of the other – 40, 45 minutes, you know, they're working together. Uh, that's when they can get up and they can move around and stuff like that. Um, I don't really have many pet peeves. I'm, I'm not real big on raising your hand to speak because I like the, the conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing I ask my students is to just respect if somebody else is already asking something or, or if I'm having a conversation, you just wait. Um, so the raising the hand is not a huge deal for me because um, I like to just have conversation. I don't want the kids to feel like I'm – the all-know person in the room. I want them to feel like that they can have a conversation with me. I want them to be comfortable in that. So, very cool. Nice, awesome. 
So tell me, uh, is there anything else about your teaching style, anything else about, I guess, education that you would like your students, um, your future students, and also parents as well, mm-hmm. if they are listening, to know? Yeah. Um, so I, I like to think I'm a laid-back person, especially in the room. Um, I don't really have that many tell me I'm chill, so that was good to hear. Uh, but I, my favorite part about teaching is the building relationships, like you said earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to have fun with my students. Um, and I think one of the hardest transitions to sixth grade, because I've taught the high school in the seventh grade, um, was just the ability to joke around with students. Um, <laughs> sixth graders mm-hmm. sometimes just don't understand when you're joking, when you're messing with them. Uh, so I would tell students, future students or current students for this upcoming year or parents is just to, to have an open mind, um, to not mm. be afraid to ask questions, but also don't be afraid to joke around with me um, because when you start having fun, you start to learn a lot more. So very good. Nice. All right. So now we have um, personality questions. All right. Okay. So uh, favorite book now. A lot of these questions, I'll, 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 give, I'll pose the question, and then I have a couple um, as caveats yes. for it. So for favorite book, uh, it can be entertainment and professional. Book that you've read the most, if you've read a book. Not an avid reader. Not, not read a, a big book? reader. <laughs> um, now, if, if you ask that question to my wife, she's already read like 72 books this year. Wow. There you go. Um, I've read like two Okay, well, what two books? I don't even remember oh, what the two were because they were at the beginning <laughs> of the year. Um, uh, I would say favorite theme for books is, mm. I don't know what you would, I like the mystery kind of books, like okay. murder mysteries or something that's like fine. that. That's yep. I need something that's going to catch my attention and get, keep me thinking. Um, Modern, historical, what? Any. any oh, okay, okay. Any. Yep. Okay. So, uh, okay, then. Did you have a favorite book as a kid? It was a baseball book. Oh. Surprise. Yeah. What was it called? <laughs> I cannot remember the name of it. Oh, I remember it was about a pitcher who got hurt and came back <laughs> after uh, rehabbing his shoulder. Okay. I cannot remember the name of it, but it was a baseball book. Okay, so let's... Um Let's move ahead to movies and TV. Now, mm. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to ask, what's your favorite movie? And the first thing that comes to the top of your head is? Top Gun. Why? Uh, growing up, that was my dream, was <laughs> to be a pilot <laughs> okay. in the Air Force, um, like, for the longest time. But then somebody told me, I don't even know if it's a true statement, but they're like, dude, you're going to be too tall to be a pilot in the Air Force. You so might be, honestly. You might as well drop that dream. And I remember being no, crushed. Dude. You know, saying that, it, 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 that would make sense, yeah. right? I mean, huh. Yeah, I haven't read That actually that. led me to going into engineering because I just like, well, if I can't fly a, p- a plane, let me, I want to work like on them. Aerospace. Mm-hmm. Very cool. <laughs> but Okay, so um, you excited about the new Top Gun? Yes, I am. Long <laughs> overdue. It is long overdue. Uh, Think it'll uh, be better, though? You know, are the second movies ever better I feel like they're not. Yes. Yes. Godfather 2. Okay. Easy example. Godfather (laughs) 2. I haven't seen Godfather (sighs) 2. Okay. So don't watch Godfather 3. Godfather 1 is good. It sets the the tone. You know, it's wonderful. But the second one, oh boy. Yeah. So it can, 
But who knows? I mean, it is a more modern take, right? right. So like, um, it's been so long since they made the first one. Yeah. So. And and we're not in the Cold War mindset, no. you know. It's like. It, yeah. Yeah. So so I I think it could be interesting. I mean, especially like who's the you know who's the enemy or whatever. Right. And it could be a cool modern update for and it could introduce other kids too. Well, hopefully not ones as tall as you, but right. yeah, yeah. Could introduce them <laughs> Don't to crush their dreams. No, <laughs> no. Okay. So, uh, TV, favorite TV, favorite TV show. Yeah. Mm. Anything that's Top of your head. crime related. So number one crime, uh, crime type show. Well, the recent one we've been watching is blind spot. Well, I like blind spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I like blind spot. Um, so you like it more, uh, I guess kind of, less procedural, more out there because it's still a procedural, but at the right. same time, yeah. like it's, it's interesting. It's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Honestly, we have one TV in our whole house. We just don't really watch TV that much. Uh huh. Um, so, but late at night here lately, it's been blind spot, Quantico, stuff like that. I like Quantico too. Hmm. Okay. Choose a superpower. Super strength. Why? So I can move anything I want to. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, uh, I've asked, uh, you know. We, it's been different for every single person. It has been different for every single person. Um, I've had flight, invisibility, uh, teleportation. Yes. That was People's uh, creativity is a lot more yeah. than mine. Well, and then mine is just a terrible answer. Oh, his is like uh, it, trying to beat the, beat everybody. the system. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I try to game the system, which is surprising for my personality. But mm. But it tells you a lot about your personality to know, you know, that what, you know, what you want as your uh, superpower. Okay, we'll do that one last. Um, the most important question that we typically have um, for, and I think students find is important too. We're going to talk about sports now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, and and just so everybody in the audience knows, you are at a table with the majority of the middle school coaches. That's right. Right. So we so, did the other one yesterday. Yeah. So we did the <laughs> other one who had two yesterday. And then we have. Well, I guess we do still have. Yeah. So actually, the teachers that work at Rudolph Gordon and our coaches are all in sixth grade. I didn't Which is think interesting. Of that. Yeah. Which is crazy, right? Maybe that's why we're the best. Yeah. That is why. We had to get that in there. So yeah. thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we've, we've said that every single podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I, well, I, you know, I tell the kids, you know, and I'll tell them in the class to their face. That it only goes, it's only downhill after sixth grade. <laughs> and I love the seventh and eighth grade teachers. I mean, mm-hmm. I do. Um, and you can, anybody that hears this can bring that to them. Tell uh, Miss Bradley that I said that. <laughs> tell Miss Hanning, tell Miss Modrak that I said that. I don't care. Because it's true. I mean, they all left sixth grade and they're regretting it to this day. <laughs> That's right. In their heart of hearts. Um, okay, so. Teams. Let's start. Let's do professional first. Um, do you do you have any uh, solo sports, golf, tennis, whatever that that you tend to follow? And if so, who? Golf. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I was always a Phil Mickelson fan uh-huh. growing up. Um, so I mean, but I haven't really followed it that much lately. But I remember growing up, I loved some golf. My dad okay. loved it. So it was kind of, that was what was on the TV when I walked in. So that's kind of where I got that there from. Racing? Anything like that? Never got into racing. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, it was big in my house as a kid, mm-hmm. um, but just couldn't, couldn't get into it. I remember my dad always liked Jeff Gordon. Yeah. 
Of so course. That was, that was the big one. Okay, so um, NBA. Yeah, Boston Celtics. Hey, there we go. <laughs> Wait, that's the second one, right? That was me, was the other one. Yeah. Oh, that's what's up. <laughs> I knew I'd heard it. <laughs> Why? Come on. So growing up, honestly, <laughs> when I was a little kid, uh-huh. I just liked their jerseys as a little kid. Um, but then just as more as I got into to watching it, of course, they were always awesome. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I remember Kevin Garnett, yes. uh, he, who's from Malden area, mm-hmm. um, went and played for him. And that kind of just like, man, yeah, this is my team right here. Got somebody okay. from, from around my area. So there we go. So uh, Celtics, let's go um, hockey. Any, any bit of hockey? I've watched it. Um, I'd have to say the Ducks. Mm-hmm. And the reason why is because of the movies, the Mighty Ducks. The Mighty Ducks. Ducks. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I grew up loving to play like roller skating, hockey. Yes, in, yes. In the driveway mm-hmm. or going to somebody's neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So, and we'd always watch the Mighty Ducks. Of course. Classic. Okay, so uh, let's go to NFL. NFL. Mm-hmm. This is not a hard one. <laughs> no, the Carolina Panthers. There we go. Nice. Carolina Panthers. Now let's see what the season happen. Let's see if the season happens. Uh, I am not betting on it. I today because I have you know PSLs or permanent seating license, so I have four season tickets, and I um, emailed them back and said, "Yeah, just credit my account for next year," hmm. because they gave me the option of limited entry. I won't know what game I get to go to. Yeah, and I was like, I can't plan for that, you know, uh, because my wife is on. She does call on weekends, and they're. And I'm not bring, and I can't hand off my my children to my parents, especially if I'm going to be in school, right? Because I, I can't, you know, can't do that. So let's hope we have an NFL season. Let's hope so. It's scary though. We will see. I mean, it's mm. hopefully you know it starts to improve a little bit for them. So, well, at the end, well, the NFL just needs to get its head in the game and and just say this is this is how it's going to be. Mm-hmm. And then well, they, they did need have kind of like months to figure it out and they no kidding. did a very poor job of that and then they <laughs> and then you just say okay well we're gonna have 80 people per roster and you travel with them i know that it's more people but at the same time if i'm gonna have 15 guys on my team test out for covid and i'm only allowed to carry 50 man 53 men one injury is debilitating i mean your your team can't play hmm. yeah. so it's gonna be weird and your favorite we'll talk about baseball yep okay your team the atlanta braves there we go yeah. yeah. It's opening day too, right? It is. It is. Now, um, I asked this, uh, Jeff Coat is big into baseball as well, and I asked her this question. Um, what do you uh, What do you think about this? the new, it's like 60-game season, right? Right. So do you games. think it's going to uh, make the season better or worse? Uh, and I just mean that from my perspective, the, the one thing I have, I, I – love going to a baseball game, love seeing them play, mm-hmm. right? But I have a hard time caring about every game when you have what, 120, 130, 100, right. 1,000 games, whatever, in a season. Because I could go see a game and it doesn't matter. But 60 games is, is what more that, – that's less than the NBA. Yeah. It no, matters. I, I think you're exactly right. That's – I mean, I think it's going to change MLB dramatically this year. Yeah. Uh, because, like you said, there are no just, all right, we can afford to, to lose this game. You're going to need to win every game that you possibly can. I know they extended the playoffs, but uh, – Which is always a good – Right, that's always good, but it's still, it's going to be hard to get in with only 60 games. What are you looking at, like winning like 35 games to get in? Like, 
have as no a idea. lower seed probably yeah. you'd have to be yeah. at least 50 percent, right right at least yeah yeah I think. But if you're playing 60 games i bet there'll be a team that wins 40 45 games that's a lot of games that's a, yeah so wow i mean it's 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 a brave new world we'll see we'll, we'll see what the uh Major League Baseball. I'm, I'm a little bit excited about it personally. Yeah, what yeah. You said. I mean. Yeah, me, me too. Yeah. I mean, like, I'll, I'll actually watch. Yeah, yeah. It's going to force them to throw their their better pitchers more often, mm-hmm. and there's not going to be much resting of your star players. Well, and then you think, and then the way that they have set up, you know, who you go head to head with, mm-hmm. is going to be is cool too. Yeah. Uh, on top of the fact that, like, I don't know if you're gonna you can do like three game series. Right, because you just don't have. I mean, it's you go and you play this team, and if you don't beat them, you might not see them mm-hmm. until, unless you both get in the playoffs. But yeah, which could be, which is pretty cool. I mean, it makes it makes it matter. Yeah, because you know, if, if I'm gonna p- play you three times, we'll do two out of three, and then I'll probably play you again three times, and mm-hmm. who cares? Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't really care. So it's gonna be interesting, I think. It is okay. Now, the most important of the sports questions, of course, is right. college. Yeah, Clemson yeah. Tigers. There we go. There we go, and uh, and everybody except for Miss Schmotzer because she doesn't have any skin in this part of the mm. game. Um, <laughs> we all well as Clemson Tigers, we also do have a. Uh, Is that all everybody at Clemson though? I think we're gonna have some interviews coming up that aren't. Oh no, we will. Yeah. And I'm gonna be. But so far. Less than cordial, <laughs> is the term I would like to use. Oh, I. I I'm already <laughs> looking forward to it. Especially when we talk to uh, Miss Nichols. That's what I figured, yeah. Yes. So, but anyways, um, of course, we don't like the Gamecocks, but that's, mm. but that's you know, that's part of the, that's in your DNA, right? That's Fun in the blood. Fun fact right here. Mm. I actually grew up a South Carolina Gamecock fan. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Wow. He yep. made the switch. I did. So, my first year of college, I went to Western Carolina um, for baseball, and... Um, end up getting hurt and didn't want to stay out of school. I was done baseball. And so Anna, my wife, who was, I was dating at the time, was going to go to Clemson. And I agreed to go. And then it took all of, you know, a day to be at Clemson to become a Clemson fan. Now, here's a question for you. Did When you went from Western Carolina to Clemson, I'm sure you had Gamecock shirts. Oh, yeah. Did you bring them with you to Clemson? No. <laughs> Smart decision. Yes. Um, wow. You were a Gamecock, huh? I was. Well, this is this is a wonderful learning opportunity for any of our students to know that it's not your fault. That's right. And you can make the right decision <laughs> later in life. So you can correct any uh, mistake later in life. That that's right. I, I I like to say that you know, ignorance is not a sin. But refusing <laughs> to learn from your ignorance, refusing to, you know, take that ignorance out, that's when it becomes a sin. Yeah. And there you go. And you did. You, I mean, he is a prime example. It's wonderful. It just took me, you know, 20-something years to figure it out, yeah. I guess. Yeah. And then Now as happy a day. as can be. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, especially now, too. Because yeah. <laughs> now it's a very good time to be a Clemson Tiger. That's right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, our last question that really deals with um, – Kind of uh, personality. No, actually, no. We're gonna go to yeah. We'll, we'll do personal hero first. So, uh, personal hero. Um, something that you'd like to sit down and talk with. This could be anybody from history. Um, so I, I want to do uh, not family members because, okay. like, I mean, because they're 
there are definitely family members that I'd like to sit down and talk to mm-hmm. that I can't anymore. But um, specific from history, it's just kind of a doesn't have to be dead. I mean, can be alive. Sports hero, anything. Yeah, it's a tough question right mm-hmm. there. Yeah. So w- while you think of it, mm-hmm. um, I do have another one, uh, another question for you. Uh, it's about music. Okay. Okay. So tell me. Um, oh, here's a way I'll phrase it. Uh, give me your uh, favorite band. Okay. Drew Holcomb Bain, currently. What kind of music is that? Great question. I, mean, okay. I don't know what kind of category it would fall. I in. don't know what they're. I don't know. I don't know. I'd have to ask my wife what the technical okay um, category would Shouldn't be. Shouldn't you be saying your wife's band? Because I'm oh. pretty sure she is <laughs> I in. I knew that was coming. <laughs> I set myself up. For yes. That one. Yeah. I just left yeah. the door wide open, and I was like, okay. The Royal Seekers. <laughs> the Royal Seekers. Yeah. Your favorite band. That's there we go. My favorite band. <laughs> they can pretty what is much she? Play uh, what's she play? Yeah. So she, she sings. sings. Okay. Awesome. Um, and then, so basically, it's our church band who's mm-hmm. been playing together for so long. Um, they just kind of dabbled over into doing some stuff on the outside. And um, they've played multiple times in Fountain Inn and rocking it out. Okay. So um, if I wanted to go see the Royal Seekers, yeah, how would I go about doing that? So they are in the process of coming out with... Um, a CD, I believe. Wow. Um, but uh, if you wanted to go see them, they don't really have anything lined up schedule-wise right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but usually in Fountain Inn on Fridays, um, there are bands out there, and they play out there multiple times throughout the year. Um, and they have a website that they're working on. Okay. Uh, this is all kind of new to them. Sure, yeah. Just really yeah. getting into it this year. The mm-hmm. RoyalSeekers.com, I believe, is their website. And COVID is um, a wonderful time to, to do the things that you hadn't been doing. That's right. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Awesome. Okay. Uh, so favorite song, not from the Royal Secrets, but your favorite song. Number one song. When I say favorite song, it pops in your head. <laughs> um, I wouldn't call it my favorite song, Fair but enough. the first song that popped in my head yes. um, was from the movie Grease. Um, okay. Summer Lovin'. And it's because we were talking about Anna, my wife, and I just the memory that popped in my head is we were lame, you know, driving to the beach or something when we were teenagers, Uh and I remember her singing the girl part and me singing the boy part. It's really cool, kids. Guys out there, that is awesome. (laughs) Be prepared to make fun of yourself to do things that are that are goofy because Mm -hmm. it works every time. Yes, it always does. Go, I mean. Go be, all out. Always, <laughs> right. o- always be willing. <laughs> yes. Um, okay, so we went Greece. Um, how about before we go back to music? Do you know your historical person? If I'd have to say, mm-hmm. um, it'd be Coach uh, John Wooden. Um, okay. Just sure. because I've read his book, uh-huh. two of his two of his books, and just his strategy. I mean, he obviously was a tremendous coach, uh, and just to be able to pick his brain about you know different strategies he came mm. up with and um his coaching style let our audience know who wooden is he was uh a uh, basketball coach uh, you put me on the spot i cannot remember the ucla yep there it is um and he's won what was it, was it six, I think it's 16. 16 championships with them and Whew. um crazy yeah it's crazy so it's still the record right yeah i, I mean, believe it's still far. the record mm-hmm. i don't know who's next Maybe Kentucky. 
Calipari. I don't know. Maybe. Mm. Probably Kentucky. I have no idea. Anyways, continue. Yeah, but I would just We're love to, to pick his brain on coaching. Mm-hmm. Um, I love to coach, whether it's my son's little five-year-old t-ball team or basketball team or if it's middle school baseball. That's right. He's the middle school baseball coach. So, guys, if you're in his class, make sure to <laughs> – He's. Uh, I can tell you, as a coach, we take notes. If I've had you as a student, I, I remember – that's right. I promise you I'll remember you. Don't forget in yes. <laughs> three months. Yeah, don't 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 be like don't it's it's now time for you to sign up and you go ahead and sign up and you're like, oh wait. Yeah. Make a good impression. Come on, guys. Mm-hmm. We want you on the team, but at the same time we want a team to work with itself and with us first. Mm, that's good. Okay. Now tell me, what would your entrance music be? My entrance music. Yes, your entrance music. If you had, something had to play you in every mm. time. Yeah. Okay. So every let me well, like every time you walk into. The let me set this. Right? Let me set the stage. All right. Mm. So so you're running late. Mm. Uh, we're for those of you um, who were in fifth grade this last year. You guys sat in the pod, right? right? We sit in the pod as well, but you, but you get to talk. The bell is rang, and you guys know that you have to be quiet because I'm gonna come out. Mm-hmm. Mr. Barzron's uh, coming down from duty, so everybody's still sitting in there, and he, he he's coming down. He's the first class. I'm a, I'm a call. He walks in. What kind of music do I hear? Uh, the first thing that popped in my head yes. was "Bad to the Bone." Wow, <laughs> Leroy Brown. Wow, Isn't that the same? yeah. Wow, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Um, Jeff Coat. Just to let you know, yesterday she said Crazy Train was her oh, intro. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, and she said that pretty immediately. Oh, yeah. Too. It was just boom. I, I honestly, I still don't know for myself, and I shouldn't ask a question that I can't answer myself. I, you know, I, I don't want to say like the song Let the Bodies Hit the Floor, but, you know, that, <laughs> which I do think is just like, oh, man, it gets, you know, you know, it gets you pumped up and it's ridiculous, but that's not really school appropriate. Mm. So. <laughs> you have to think of that. Uh. Yeah, so 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 I'm gonna be kind of thinking, but that's a great one to come yeah. into. I mean, that's a big decision you have to make. For a huge entrance music. Yeah, because that is that's what people are gonna associate, yeah. you know, you with. Like I, I know when you know if I hear a song, and when I watched wrestling as a kid, I automatically thought of that wrestler, right? Like mm-hmm. when when I hear that glass break, and I know Stone Cold Steve Austin's gonna come in, <laughs> come in every single time. But it's 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 yeah it's it's very important. It is now um, karaoke song. Ooh, you don't want to hear me sing karaoke. That's fine, but I mean, I already admitted me and my mm-hmm. girlfriend at that time. So you so you go to you get pushed up. It's not a contest. We don't care about that. But the song you look through the book it has every song that you wanted. Which song do you choose? You've lost that love and feeling okay. from Top Gun. Okay, I'm, I don't. I don't know who that is. The only way, reason I say that is because I perform it in the house, you know, often. <laughs> <laughs> so you'd be ready. I'd be ready. There you go. I'd be ready for that. Yeah, that I, I find that the karaoke song is tends to be easier and it tends to be a little more embarrassing. But yeah. I mean, mine was. A Plus, little, they yeah. basically did it in karaoke at uh, in Top Gun the movie. Yes, so they did. Be like reacting a scene from my favorite movie. Wow, you, you tying it all into Top Gun. All getting it together. Nice. Okay, so um, really, that's all the questions that I had for you. Did you have anything that you want to tell uh, students, 
teachers, parents, I mean, not teachers because we know you, but parents, um, anything about this coming year? Um, yeah, uh, I'm hopeful, you know, that mm-hmm. I get to, to see and hang out with uh, the students and get to know them. Uh, so just hopefully we get the opportunity to, yeah. to do it. Um, if we don't, um, we'll do the best we can with the virtual, the e-learning, um, and just know that, you know, we're here, we're going to do our best, and you may have to work with us and have some patience with us, and mm-hmm. we'll do the same thing with you. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, it was awesome to talk to you today. and yeah, enjoyed it. And I uh, look forward to being on your team this year. That's right. Because we're going to be teamed. Oh, but yeah. we're not going to be teamed. But we're going to yeah. be teamed. Yeah. So that's another story that shouldn't be told on the <laughs> podcast. So um, anyways, well, thank you, uh, Mr. Barzron. And uh, we do have something that we have to say all together at the end. All um, right. That. Are we going to tell him first? Yes. So uh, it is, we'll say later Gator, because mm-hmm. that's kind of the end. I know it's kind of lame, but uh, blame Mishmaster. Best we could do. Yeah. Yes, it is the best we could do. <laughs> Couldn't think of anything cool. It's great. It's great. Yes. All right. So on three. Later, later Gators. Gators.